In the gym and in the car With our advice you could go far We fuck things up and we make mistakes And talk about our sexy dates We host events and go to clubs But most of all we're still in love Just as well, cause it's bed hopping time. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Bed Hoppers Podcast. My name is Mr. H. I'm Batman. <laughs> <laughs> and why are you Batman, Mrs. H? I'm Mrs. H, but I'm also masquerading as Batman. <laughs> <laughs> so I think it's safe to say before we go any further into this episode that we both have some sort of cough, cold type thing, which is why this episode is running late, but also why. You sound like Batman. It is the house of plague. <laughs> the plague the house. actual plague house. There is like a red cross on our front there door. There should be. There, there absolutely mm-hmm. should be. Yeah. Uh, so we are feeling sorry for ourselves. We're running late. We've not been well. We've not been able to talk. So we thought we'd uh, lovingly craft slash knock out <laughs> uh, a bit of an episode today because we've got some good things to talk about and we didn't want to leave it any longer before we talked about them, right? Yeah. And to be fair, this is an improvement on where I was three days ago. <laughs> It really is. Um, but if you're, you know, if you're in the back of your mind, you're thinking a sort of sexualized Shaggy from Scooby-Doo for Mrs. H's voice, then, <laughs> and that does it for you, then well done. This is the episode that you will enjoy, probably. You cannot make me laugh this episode, because if I laugh, I will go into a paroxysm of coughing from which I will not recover. Oh, I put some paroxysm on my hair once. Oh, <laughs> I, I, I literally will go into some coughing spasm. Okay. All yeah. right. So gentle, it's gentle. a gentle All right. ride, listeners. I'll, I'll do my very best. So before we get into the main thrust of this episode, we want to talk a little bit about some of the events that we've got going on and that we can tell you about, right? Yeah, I mean, you can tell them because I can't say that. <laughs> I know, right? So we've talked already about the Going Dutch event, which is happening on the 28th to the 31st of July. Yeah. That's really exciting. Heading to the Netherlands with the delightful Kate and Daryl from the Wanderlust Swingers, going to sex clubs going to sex museums, doing some history and historical torture. Eat some cheese. Yeah, eat some cheese, mm. have some fun. That's going to be clubs. awesome. Yeah, all of this stuff is great. If you want to sign up for that, check the link that's on the show notes. And yeah. we think that this will be a really nice, wonderful, intimate little event, but not too many people. Correct. But if you've ever want to go go to a club in Europe to explore more in, in the Netherlands, this is a really good opportunity to do just that. I mean, that. if you fancy going on an anal, but sorry, a canal boat tour with me. <laughs> <laughs> I see what you did um, there. Then there's your chance. Now is your chance. The other thing that we have announced on Twitter recently yeah. is the Hot Summer Nights event, right? Yeah. So teaming up with Kate and Daryl for Wanderlust Swingers once more on the 15th of July. July seems to be a busy, popular month. We are going back to Penthouse Playrooms and we, we are having a party that is going to absolutely kick ass and be fantastic and be all the amazing, sexy, hot summer night vibes that you might imagine. I kind of want it to be like some Miami Vice 80s themed thing. There's definitely an element of Miami, GTA, kind of, GTA yeah. of sexy summer nights with flirting yeah. and dancing and cocktails and 
all I those kind of feel of, like it might be neon and shoulder pads and stuff. I feel like... Or maybe it, I'm just having like an 80s revival in my head. I don't think you've ever left the 80s, so... Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Can we get them to do like an 80s playlist all night? Uh, well, you know I'm going to make them do an 80s playlist night. You know that I'm not allowed near the music when it becomes when, you know, when it comes to sort of we'll hosting a, a dual event. So uh, we'll have to see about that. Anyway, we've got a hotel sorted out as well. So you can get your tickets and get a room to stay in. There's going to be pre-parties. There's going to be fun. There's going to be games. There's going to be gift bags. There's going to be all sorts of awesome you shit. You are promising the moon on a stick. I am promising the hot Miami moon, mm-hmm. you know, on yeah. a stick. So it's already 50% sold out. So It is. It is already 50%. It's doing pretty well already. Yeah, it is 50% empty. <laughs> wow. 50%. Oh. 50% full. Okay. It is neither completely full or completely empty. Uh, so there are tickets available. We've only just announced them and gone live to the public. We always mm. go first to our Discord members and to the people that have been to our previous events. And then we open up to the public, which is what we've done. So you've got the opportunity to come along, gentle listener. Have a look at the show notes and we'll send you a link to where you can get the tickets, where you can get all the information. So that'd be cool. So yeah, so this week is mostly us being ill. We had a delightful set of visitors this oh, weekend. we did, we did. The amazing Kiwi and Cherie from Sharing is Caring. Oh, the Sharon and Karen is Sharing is Caring podcast. Uh, they haven't done any episodes for a little while, uh, which they're very cognizant of, but it was lovely to see them again. It was fantastic to spend time. It was a very sort of family orientated weekend. Yeah, uh, we, we drank some wine. Though. We drank some wine. We Medicinal, absolutely didn't, of course. Yeah, we didn't want to give them the plague. So, no. but it was really nice just hanging around with them and catching up on because we haven't seen them for a year. I think. Yeah. Catching up on all the gossip, see what they've been up to, see yeah. what they've got coming up this year. So that was really lovely. But other than that, we've just been moping around being ill, <laughs> <laughs> which is never a good thing. So what we're going to do? Something happened on Monday. We want to talk about it. Oh yeah, <laughs> and we That's, can talk about and it, and we now. can now talk about it. So. About four or five months ago. About that. Production company got in touch with us and uh-huh. asked if we wanted to go on television. Again. Again. Uh-huh. Not the same production no, no, company no. as last different time. One. A completely different one because they were producing a series of TV shows for Channel 5 in the UK that would be all around the thoughts of sort of positive sexuality, looking at lots of different examples of lifestyles and approaches mm-hmm. to sex, everything from toys to sex dolls to swinging to kink to all this kind of stuff mm. and they asked if we, if, if we wanted to be part of that show so we were a little bit reticent at first I think because our experience on the last show whilst we we remained as positive as, as we could be about it and we thought that we came across okay the reality yeah. was is that we don't think it put the lifestyle or the swinging lifestyle should we say in the best light is that mm. fair? I, I think the last one shed a, a little bit of a kind of dysfunctional vibe over the whole thing, which was disappointing because that's not what we were seeking to portray. I'd also say that using Liberty Elite as the well, yeah, but Starling Club of the UK is probably not the best and thing like either. I say, although we did our utmost to kind of come across in a really sex positive um, and uplifting way. And, you know, we seek to normalise what we do and we seek to eradicate sort of shame and judgment in everything we do. It is a real shame, I think, that people did get the impression that to be part of a, um, an ethical non-monogamous lifestyle, you have some level of dysfunction or trauma in your life and maybe it, you're a broken people brought together by this. And so we hoped that this one would be more positive. I think, you know, I think that's definitely where our heads yep. were at and we were a little bit sort of worried about doing it. So I, I guess my question for you, Mrs. H, is mm. why, why do it? Why would we say yes? <laughs> 
Well, we did spend some time talking to the TV company and telling them what our concerns were and what we were hoping not to, to cover again. Yeah. And they, they did a really good job, I think, of convincing us that that's not what they were aiming to do. Yeah. And okay, you have to, at some point, take them at their word that, you know, their, their word is good and they're not going to, you know, throw you under the bus with that. But at the same time, I think we're in, we kind of publicise what we do in a really positive way and we seek to normalise everything we do. Yeah. And we, we seek to bring education and our own spin on things to a community of people that we've grown to really, really love and hopefully helped to kind of shape some level of, you know, curation in, in the things that we do. And so I think it, we wanted to, to do that more in, in, a, in, a bigger, in a bigger way. And if we're going to wax lyrical about how great our lifestyle is and how much we enjoy it, then actually we should be able to put our faces out there and publicly talk about it as well. We should put our money where our penis is. Oh, well, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> My understanding is there's never any money exchange when it comes to your penis, but uh, fine. <laughs> there, there really isn't. I, I think one of the things that really struck me is that uh, we had an opportunity to, to do this again at yeah. the production company. seemed like they were... It was sort of approaching this in the right way. Initially, when we had this conversation with them, the show was going to be just a show with, as far as we could understand, with just us in it. Well, that was the impression That was certainly got. the selling point of it. Yeah. With, it, with the lens of looking at what we do under the, the sort of view of us hosting events, but also running the podcast. So we thought, we thought great, it's a really good opportunity to normalise stuff, point people towards some valuable resources, mm. and, and actually sort of reset the previous program that had happened and try and sort of steer this in the right way. I yeah. Think. And and it wasn't to seek publicity for our podcast, although, you know, good publicity is always nice because yeah. it, it, you know, shows what we're trying to do. It's more, I think it would have been nice to grow some more listeners off the back of that so that more people can benefit, you know, from what we've, we've done. Maybe. Yeah. I think it's a useful way to, so if someone's watching the program in our heads, we felt that if they watched it, they may have an interest or it may spark an interest or a conversation. Yeah. And obviously if we were talking about the podcast and then this may lead them to lots more de details and lots mm. more um, things that we've discussed that might help them on that journey. Yeah. So um, I, I don't think it's ever a case that we're seeking it for, for the exposure ourselves. Yeah. There is a, it feels a little bit altruistic and, and maybe, you know, it's easy for me to sit here and say that, but it, we genuinely wanted to go on and talk about this and present this whole lifestyle in the best possible light from our perspective to talk about mm -hmm. how we do it, our ups and downs. And why and, we do it. And also I think the last time that we did a TV show, we, we didn't feel as though the benefits around the relationships that we'd made and the connections that we built mm -hmm. were really done any justice. So we wanted to sort of bring that to life as much as we can. So we had a little bit of an agenda, I suppose, doing mm. that. And that, that was kind of where we were sat. So we agreed, agreed to do it. And before Christmas, they, they rocked up and, and, and filmed us. So mm -hmm. what, what was it like being filmed? How did that go? Okay, so having filmed before, I already knew my expectations were going to be managed this time, I think, around the amount of time it takes to do anything. Yeah. However, I actually found the, the overall filming experience to be really positive. It didn't feel like we were being coerced into saying anything we didn't want to share. Certainly wasn't a sleazy angle no, with the no, crew that, that we had. And we, we had an all-female crew of... Of, of three people. Yeah. And they certainly didn't seem to be promoting uh, an agenda that felt in any way sleazy or harmful, no. but 
with the previous TV show, we, we, we'd had elements of that with what we were filming. And, you know, we asked them not to show certain bits on that last TV show because actually we felt we were put into some compromised positions. It felt like they were maybe poking fun a little bit um, at what we do, maybe the last one. And yeah. this one, it didn't feel like that's what their aim was to at all. It felt like we were listened to. And, and also, you know, we were really, really clear that we're not going to take our clothes off and we're not going to do this and this is not what we want to do. We really wanted to just talk in a positive way about, you know, why we do what we do. Yeah, and I think, so they, they followed us for a couple of days. So we had, I think, three days filming in total. So one day sort of following us, uh, walking the dog, doing all the domestic stuff, uh, leading up to, to an event. Uh-huh. The following day was going to be the, oh, what happened at the event? Yeah. And filming us uh, doing a podcast. Mm-hmm. Though not in our pod, little podcast room. We actually went to a podcast studio that was offered to us, which was really nice. Yeah, it was really and good. Really helpful. And then the last day was was sort of after Christmas, where we did the whole interview on a, like a on a sofa interview, kind of. Yeah, yeah. The, I enjoyed that though, which which was which was really fun. Hmm. I think it was it was an interesting one because we had a couple of hiccups on the day, uh, on the first day filming because they wanted to, to film us getting like me getting my hair cut and you getting your nails done, yeah, yeah. and your nail salon was having none of it once they they'd agreed to it all, yeah. agreed to the filming, and then on the day the person that was going to do your nails, yeah, um, they just pulled their, out. Their husband they? had a sort of moral objection to yeah. the nature of the program. Yeah which, uh, yeah, which was kind of difficult, really. Yeah, I think they they thought they were going to be associated with you know, sex in a in a, a bad way in some way. And again, it was nothing like that. It, it was purely going to be a these are some of the things that we like to do before we maybe go and run an event. Yeah, it's all that part was of really the just it prep, I suppose, yeah, exactly just kind of that. how we get ready for it. But actually, you know, I felt that the experience was was really good in terms of being filmed. They were really helpful. They were, they answered our questions. They were keen mm. to let us talk about the stuff that we wanted to talk about. Uh, and through the lens of us doing that, that was, it was, it was a, yeah. a fun time. I agree. And, and they, they treated us really well. They were, they were, you know, they, they listened to everything we said, that kind of thing. So I felt, I felt looked after and supported. Yeah. So that was the filming. Mm-hmm. And then I suppose about four weeks ago. Yeah. Or five weeks ago, we got a cut of, our bit of the TV show. Now, mm. at this point, we we started to realise that actually it wasn't just us on the TV show. No. <laughs> we started to recognise that there was at least another couple, mm-hmm. uh, and that was uh, Vista Wife, yep. uh, Olivia and Gage, mm-hmm. um, who we've met, I think, once at a social yeah, previously. Yeah, socially. Um, and we, we knew that we would be sharing the programme with them at least. Yeah. So, but we just, we, they didn't show us any of the other bits. They just showed us a sort of supercut, if you like, of our bit. So yeah, we, we but, were, it, but I was going to say, interestingly, they didn't tell us any of this. We, we sussed it out. Yeah, this is just <laughs> us kind of figuring out through various bits of conversations and emails. Yeah, and, and I kind of, you know, I do kind of wonder what the, um, I don't know if that's just because of a, a, a kind of GDPR perspective, sort of, you know, you, you signed Gen, you know, various agreements and whatnot. We're not allowed to discuss who's on the show with you. But also, and I think this is my the difficulty from the last TV show we filmed, it would be nice in a way to actually have the opportunity to meet the other people who are going in to be on the show with you. Well, I don't yeah. know if that would promote more honest conversations or what. Well, I'm, I'm not sure. We didn't know either way until we sussed it out for ourselves. We, we knew that they had filmed Vista Wife, mm-hmm. which 
we had initially assumed was part of another episode. Yeah, um, I thought they would have had their own complete episode as yeah, well. Yeah, and then we, we'd we heard that they'd done one on sex dolls, so mm-hmm. we assumed that was part of another... Not Vista Wife. <laughs> not Vista Wife, uh, that another couple had done that. And, and, and so we kind of had this thought that actually this was mm. all going to be separate episodes and it was going to be like mm-hmm. a half an hour long program or whatever. So when it came to actually seeing the show, we got this 10 minute, 12 minute cut of Just mm-hmm. Us and we were really happy. We saw this cup and then mm-hmm. we figured out through the <laughs> process of elimination that we'd be, be paired at least up with another couple or yeah. another story. Yeah. yeah. But the, the emphasis was on swinging. So we watched that and we were really happy with it. We were on message. We were, we were doing the right thing. We were saying the right thing. We didn't come across like, uh, as far as we could tell, complete fuckwits. We didn't look uh-huh. awful. Yoko had plenty of screen time as per her contractual demand. So I think we were fairly confident that when we watched the program in its entirety, which we didn't get to see until it went live on the day, that that we'd come out okay of it. I think we'd come out and we'd done what we had to do. Yeah. And whilst there was a sort of a bit of restriction on on the podcast and that they wouldn't use the name particularly, it's particularly on text or in the background or logos or anything like that, yeah. at least there was a lens of, you know, we were recording a, a podcast or a fake podcast, TV magic uh-huh. and all that. And doing all this sort of stuff, at least there was a chance that people might find us and, and kind of seek us yeah, out as a result. I, I understand that they they didn't want to do any you know promotion of, as such. Uh, oh, okay, that's fine. It's just TV regs, I guess. So on Monday night, just gone. Oh yeah. We sat down and 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 we watched the show, and really interesting. So this was the show ended up debuting on Five Star, which is a sort of I think it's an online or or, or one of the Channel Five offshoots. Mm, I hadn't. I'll be honest, I hadn't heard of it. And also I was I was a little bit surprised how quickly it they suddenly went, Oh, and it's yeah, airing on this yeah. this date. I'm like, oh <laughs> shit. Well, okay, that doesn't give me much time to get my head around that one. Um well, it's fine, it's what it is, but they kind of originally said maybe something like late spring or something. April or whatever. April, May. Um and so it it kind of like came around quite rapidly, didn't it? And they said, Oh, it'll be Monday. We're like, okay. Yeah, I think there was that, and I think we were sort of not robbed of the opportunity, but it was there was no opportunity to do like a little watch party with anybody because we only really found out a few days before it aired. Yeah, so it was kind that. of like, oh, it's on TV. Here we go. We've got to watch it. And so, also, I think we didn't really know or we didn't get a lot of guidance maybe around if we were allowed to promote it or, yeah. you know, in a, in a positive way because we could have really talked in advance about you know, the, the show happening and that kind of thing. But anyway, it was just thrust out there and we went, okay, that's happening on Monday. Yeah, I think the difference was on the previous show we were on, we were given lots of guidance around when we could talk about it, what we could say. We were given images to use, we were given links, mm-hmm. all this kind of stuff. Yeah. This time, none of that. And it was very much, uh, oh, it's on next week. So we just <laughs> put a tweet out and we're like, oh, we're on TV next week. Watch yeah. it. Uh, and can. I think Mr. Wife did the same, didn't she? Similar sort of thing, yeah. yeah. And, yeah. and I think without that guidance, it was a bit like, oh, okay. And I think we're still are waiting for their guidance regarding how, I know, even how though it's actually it, being it's publicized. Aired, yeah, so, <laughs> so obviously we can talk about it because we were on it and we've done it now. So Too late now. So we sat down and watched it at like 10pm on a, on a Monday yeah. evening. <laughs> and I, I guess it was, what, was, what was nice is that because it was on Five Star, there wasn't a massive amount of, of viewing going on. Not like the Channel 4 one, which is a, you're not in the UK, it's a much bigger channel with many yeah. more viewers, I'd say. And it was advertised more. It was advertised I think, more. It was a build up. It was to trending it. on Twitter a little bit, that kind of yeah. thing. Whereas with this new show, we, we really didn't see anything on Twitter. There wasn't no. much on social media. In fact, the only really responses we, that we saw were, were one, a 
on our own Discord. So we've got a Keep in Touch Discord where we've got a several hundred people, yeah. a couple hundred people, and they were watching it and tw- not tweeting, but messaging their thoughts as it went along. <laughs> and also it, there was a thread on uh, Fab Swingers and they oh, yeah, were talking yeah, about, about their thing. And our immediate sort of friend groups Yeah, as our well. immediate friend group and stuff. But you know what? I'm actually really, really, really pleased that we have that amazing community of people on Discord because they were huge support. Oh, yeah. Night. And I, I'm really, really, really grateful that they're all in our lives in some capacity because I really needed that, I think, that night. I think so. But let's, let's before we go into mm. like the community sure. response, let's talk about what we thought about the programme. What was, what was good about it? What, what do we like? All right. Um, what was good about it is that everything that we said and, well, everything that we, we said we would say <laughs> came across. Everything we say and do is yeah. awesome. Um, so exactly what we said was on there. Yeah. You know, there was nothing that was kind of. Misconstrued. Yes. Turned around. Manipulated, manipulated is the word it, I'm looking yeah. for. Sorry, I'm in a haze of like some kind of cold meds at the moment. <laughs> uh, nothing was misconstrued or manipulated in some way. So that was positive. Mm-hmm. I thought everything that we said was was good it was positive it was it came across in the right way certainly um and also what else was good let me think i think broadly i would say that um the stuff that vista vibe was talking about was on point there was yeah. nothing there was nothing contentious about it particularly no, no, nothing. and there was nothing contentious that we said now there are there is a third couple and we'll come on to the the more yeah. negative piece in a moment but I think be- between the two of us, we kind of presented a relatively rational view of the lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Um, one perhaps slightly joined more, up, yeah. more poorly than the other, but that's fine. And actually, I think, you know, in terms of us being normal people, which for me is mm-hmm. part of the part of the, the, the shtick that we're trying to put forward is that we're normal. We're not mad. And actually, <laughs> you, can, you can, you know, as a normal human being, you can enjoy this. Yeah. I think that came across. Yeah, you don't have to be some kind of, weird sex demon to, to be enjoying an ethically non-monogamous marriage. Yeah. Basically. I think, you know, if, you, if you're watching the thing, what I would say is every time Yoko is on screen, take a shot because ah. you'll, you'll enjoy <laughs> that game particularly. I think it looked nice. The style was a little less, a little less seedy. Mm-hmm. But as a result, I think parts of it were perhaps a little bit more comical. Yes. And, there's, and I guess that leads me into the what was not so good bit, because I think the not so good bit is the bit we want to get into, right? It is. And it's also the bit that people are probably interested to hear, yeah. because it, the chances are they resonate with what other people have also found to be not so good. Yeah. I, I think the first thing that, that struck me, because it opens up with a, with a sort of element with uh, Vista wife and her husband playing with another couple. Mm-hmm. And it is quite, it's not seedy, but it, it's not, it, it but has it's the element adult. of sex going on there is a tease to it and it's like oh uh this is this person and, mm-hmm. and she's married and this is this person he's married but not to each other yeah oh what is it about marriage that you- <laughs> and it for me it just felt like immediately it set this kind of tone that was a bit too schlock again yeah mm. it felt like it was just looking for viewing figures and, and that's fine i get that they have to sell these things but to me it just it was kind of like, oh, we're going down this routine again. The yeah. showing of sex at the start, get people interested. The, to give you the shock factor yeah. and and make you think, oh, this is what goes on behind closed doors. I knew there was something about those people. That kind of, they're sex people. <laughs> they're sex people in. Once again. Not they, in the balance. You know, it, it's, it's annoying, I, I think, and unfair representation to always portray us as can't stop having sex with people kind of thing. Yeah. It's more than that, isn't it? 
I think so. There was there was that, which is kind of the intro to it. But to be fair, I think that it's kind of balanced with mm-hmm. it flipping back between us and them, and just sort of chatting about the stuff, talking about rules, talking about some of the definitions. The sofa bits are, are, are quite good and they're well done, and there's some lexicon work and all this sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. And then it cuts to another couple. Another couple. Now I'm sure this other couple are, are perfectly wonderful and lovely. Yeah. But the whole deal with this other couple, yeah, is they're not. Swingers, they no. are an OnlyFans couple that play with a sex doll. Correct. And and a large variety of super large dildos, right? From what I could gather, yes, that seems to be the thing. Yeah, and I didn't get why this was in this program. This felt yes. like a something that was filmed for another episode that they couldn't squeeze in somewhere, and they thought, you know what, let's chuck it in the... It's all sex. It's let's all chuck sex, it in yeah. There. They, they're probably swingers because they're having sex with somebody else. It's a sex doll. Let's do it. And yeah. sex doll, I mean, obviously the sex doll can't talk, but no. I, I, and, and it's called D in the program. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of a bit of like free speech for D, you know, let's <laughs> let, let D go. And I think, you know, as, as we were sort of looking at this, we were like, what? what does this have to do with mm. swinging and ethical non-monogamy? Yeah. Uh, because, I mean, if, even if you want to look at it objectively, that doll can't talk and therefore can't give actual consent to what's been going on with it. So kind of goes against the, the breach of well, what we're doing. I think for me that it was just an uncomfortable cringe factor in the show that was unnecessary because it had no place in anything that either us or Vista Wife had been attempting to portray in, in our interviews. We've been talking openly about what we get from non-monogamy, ethical non-monogamy. We've been talking openly about the connections we build, the social side of things, all the things that, you know, we, we do that constitutes the way we live our, our unorthodox relationships. Yeah. And then this dynamic comes in with no context. We were completely unaware it was going to be included for one. Mm-hmm. Not that they have to give us, you know, this, this heads up, but it would have been nice to know. Because we were absolutely baffled when we saw it. We're like, what? How? What, yeah. what does this have to do with anything that either couple has, has really been talking about? And the problem is, is that not to, I mean, they're doing this obviously for money, but I guess there is a level of interest in doing this with the doll, right? I mean, all good on them. But great stuff. Great that they're earning money. I'm not knocking but, the fact that they are going through sex work and this is how they're earning their living and all this kind of stuff. But what it does is it brings in a comedy element that yeah. you can't avoid because the doll has creepy, weird fingers that are all clenched up in a weird way. It has ah. the most disgustingly dirty feet I've seen since Bilbo Baggins mm. left the fucking shire. And unfortunately, the dirty feet was exactly something that people did focus on because you once you'd seen it, you couldn't unsee it. And, and then, of course, you've got the sort of thousand yard stare or thousand meter stare, you know, in Europe and all that. Because it's a doll. Europe, and, it's a yeah, doll. Yeah. And then you've got the the inevitable, well, how do they clean it out? What happens with it? Yeah. All this sort of stuff. And then, you know, that couple, bless them, they went on to talk about um, dildos and stuff. And a lot there was a lot of anal focus for them. Um, not that they were showing that, but it was kind of, she whopped out a massive, great implied, big tentacle yeah. and all this kind of thing. And it just took the whole thing down the wrong way for me. I, <laughs> but it, <laughs> It, I'm so sorry, it made me cough then. Um, but yes, you're absolutely right. It 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 felt like it was just placed in the wrong episode for me. It was it's just like a, a weird inclusion of why is this and why is this sandwiched between this and this? It and didn't feel right, did it? I would I would hundred percent believe that between 
um, Vista Wife and ourselves that we could have covered so much mm-hmm. more. Mm. And and I'm guessing, you know, and I don't know this because, you know, we, we're, not, we're not close, but I'm guessing they would have wanted to have talked about their Swing Hub stuff that's coming out. Of course. They would have wanted to promote the fact that that's happening and that's their line into supporting the community. Mm. The OnlyFans thing, okay, that's it's a nice, interesting aside and it gives an angle of mm. being able to show someone walking around in their underwear. Mm-hmm. Great. Okay, it leads, brings people in. But if the message is actually, and the reason we're doing all of this is to pay for our community mm. that we're building or to host events or to do whatever, great. But they didn't show any of that. Yeah. And I, I get the feeling this, because we know that a lot of this stuff about the community thing was recorded by us as well, right? Uh-huh. But then they've taken that out, that really great mm. messaging stuff that that normalises this, that helps people mm. understand that we're not all sort of crazy people. Probably not a phrase, probably not a good term. But, but, yeah. but yeah. And, and, and they've replaced term. it with this strange sort of titillation through through this couple that do only fans with a sex doll. Mm-hmm. And it's almost like there's a, a sort of byline in there somewhere where it's like, oh, and now they want to try a threesome, but it's for content only. And there's like, oh, and then they've bought another sex doll that yeah. they've called Enrique. And I'm like, this has nothing to do with what we thought the episode was what about. What we thought the episode mm-hmm. was about. And it's hard enough to help people feel as though they're represented mm-hmm. within this swinging lifestyle. Because everyone has, you know, we've got the hot wives, we've got the stag and vixen stuff. Mm. There's the kink elements that come into all of this stuff. No, let's chuck that stuff out and and talk about a doll instead. And I, that was really disappointing for me. That, mm. that um, well, I'm going to be honest, a bit like a minor betrayal. And I, I don't know whether that was the crew that we dealt with or that was just a director's issue or a producer's issue or there was extra content available. So it's like, fuck it, we filmed it. We might as well use it. But that stuff really wound me up. I agree. Um, and, and, you know, again, everyone was very supportive of the fact that we obviously didn't know this was happening either. But I think it was just, it was it was a shock for us to see it and then be ending up scratching our heads over why this was there. And then you, and then you can't help but feel a little bit, oh, that kind of takes the gloss, I think, off the message that we were so proud that we'd managed to put across in all the filming we did. And then to find that most of it wasn't included. Yeah, I think there was enough of it in, like, if you, if you look at our sort of 12 minute yeah. mini cut that we've got sent us or let us look at, I think that was fine. I think we were on message that uh-huh. came across really well. I was confident that there was enough of that good stuff in there. But what happens is, is when you add in the whole other weird bit mm. of it, it 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 takes the the light away from yeah. that nice stuff that we were talking about. And I think that's where I, I came away really frustrated. Yeah, I agree. What was interesting is that I mean, in terms of the people from the community, so you know, our our Discord crew were incredibly supportive. I think there was a lot of laughs about the, the, the sex doll because it was so random. Yeah. But and it I, lightened things up for it, me. I, I needed to hear it, I think, yeah, in that I, way. But, you know, that we're there, they're going, what the actual living yeah, fuck is this yeah. doing? And it's not, and I, and I genuinely mean this, it's not to yuck anybody's yum. I'm not, you know, I, I wouldn't discourage anyone from, from playing with a doll or anyone from earning money. It just felt like in the scheme of the narrative that was running through the programme, yeah. this didn't, it was like someone had taken an entire different third of a movie and shunted it into another movie. And it's like, ah, oh, mm. deal with that fuckers. 
I agree. So to be to be very clear, no, it's it's not at all as casting an aspersion on the other couple's dynamic. Absolutely not. I just think it would have been better placed had they been given a, their own. I don't watch the whole program on that because it's on the tin. It does what it's like. Right. You know, Kudos uh, to them. Like they're having a blast. I like all all credit to them. But it just didn't really sit, as you say, with a narrative of what we were all talking about. Do the dull on only fans? I would have been. A, I'd watch a fucking series on it. It'd be great. But <laughs> it didn't feel like it fit in place with what no. we do. But the the community, you know, and they 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 were very supportive over what we what we'd said and what we did and what Vista wife had done and and <laughs> that part of it. I think people were very comfortable with and felt like it was a much more balanced view. Of, of swinging as a lifestyle, as a concept, as something you can do as a hobby or whatever. Mm-hmm. And Fab was was very similar. There were a few grumpy sods in there because it's Fab. Oh, and, you know, people are going to complain. In fact, I, one chap on the Fab forum, I say chap, I assume it was, um, was was saying, ah, I'm sure it's rubbish. I'm never going to watch it. I'm never going to listen to your podcast, but why are you doing this? And I was like, well, because <laughs> if, if we don't, who else is going to yeah. step in? So I think broadly, you know, that everyone sort of, felt that the sex doll thing was a little bit misplaced and a little bit odd. Yeah. Um, but broadly they felt that that people were much more represented. Now some people said on Fab that they didn't feel particularly represented. And and I think this is the reality of it. You're never gonna represent everybody. You're never gonna get it all right. And, you know, had you taken out the sex doll and maybe gone with the same sex couple or a couple with a different background or a singleton doing it or any number mm-hmm. of different things, you know, there's more. There's a much greater chance of representing people in the right way. There is, but you are never going to please everyone and you're never going to represent every dynamic no, in I the way know. that people want to be represented. I know, I know. But I think they could have done more to, to deal with I that. I agree. The trick is, is, though, and I said this on the Fab Forum, is that not everyone is going to be as fortunate as us in that they can go on TV or be face out and not have some massive repercussions mm. to their livelihoods, yeah. to yeah. their jobs, to their family, to whatever. So we almost feel like it's a moral obligation for us to do it because other people can't. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it, it, if you didn't feel as though you were represented, you know, I'm very sorry. Um, but all I can say is that, you know, if, if you feel that you would do a better job of representing, step up, just do it. Mm. Just get in touch with these producers when they put the adverts on Fab, Instagram, Twitter, whatever. And, you know, generate a presence yeah. and, and, and have your say and, and be the representation that you want to be. So I, mean, I guess overall, I mean, I, I kind of, it's, I've got mixed feelings. I've come away with a relatively positive, positive experience because I don't feel like I look like a complete cunt. I don't feel like you look like a complete cunt. And I feel like we were on message. I feel like Vista Wife did a good job. Gage mm-hmm. and, and Liv did a, did a good job too. More poorly than I would like, but, you know, that's life mm-hmm. in it different representation it's not you know but i didn't feel as though the doll thing was it was in the right space it wasn't relevant at all to what no, yeah now i agree so i guess my question to you mrs h mm. so the phone goes right oh no or email goes or whatever it is and they say it's uh, we're the producers from i don't know bbc 12 because mm. you know we're going down the chain eventually we'll be on like channel 38 or something <laughs> which is probably what five star shows up on but would, and we need some swingers to talk about swinging. Would you do it? Would you go on TV again? Do you know what? I'm, I'm kind of feeling like, why should I, if all we're going to ever do is, is represent you poorly and poke fun at you? But the reality is it's not all represented that badly. It's just a, a section of it that made me come away feeling a bit, uh, okay. 
And I don't think I want to stop trying to normalise and make this positive. Mm. I really don't want to stop doing that. I'm not saying that we evangelise the, the the relationship dynamic. It's not about, you know, we're not just trying to recruit disciples for a cult. It's nothing like that. But I do want to continue trying to eradicate the judgment and shame that people feel from indulging in something like this. So yeah. I want to keep on doing that because I think that's what we want. That's, that's where we can make a difference and make an impact. So I'm not, I'm not against doing more in terms of, you know, speaking publicly and being um, open about what we do. But I think I, I would probably have way more questions and not demands, but I would want way more support from that, um, that broadcast company, um, that they would listen to the feedback that we have, which is not to try and diminish you know, the success of their broadcast by making it a very overly shocking, sexy thing. But also, can you think about the, the, you know, the community of people that you are going to impact negatively? Yes, we may get support from that broadcast company, but the, the audience members do not. And I feel it might well upset lots of people, ultimately, if they don't at least listen to the things that we have to say to, yeah, I think that's to try fair. and represent people fairly. I th it's really difficult because I think I we felt like we went into this one with eyedwise open and we asked mm. the right questions. We and, did. And we did. We did ask about the representation, how it was going to be. And I think for the most part for our stuff, that, that was true. Mm. What we didn't realise is that, that we were doing that show with somebody else and, and then somebody else again and that that would have some issues yeah. associated with it. So I think what I would say is that if we had that call again, we can only go in and ask the right questions. I think... We can't, we're not producers. We're, no. Ultimately, whilst we do produce the show and we do produce other bits and bobs of our own material, we don't have the sign off on that stuff. So we'll never have, and TV doesn't like giving you the final say on stuff. I know. And in an ideal world, you know, you'd be able to consult like, I don't know, the, the likes of Alex Fox consults on sex education mm. or whatever it is, the, yeah. whatever show she does, you know, and being there and being, actually, this is not right. This is, this is not right. the right thing to do. But it feels like the people that are doing that aren't taking into account the yeah, swinging part. Yeah, And it's a shame. So now I want producer and star credit, so it's basically <laughs> where I'm going with this. But uh, yeah. I understand sex sales, of course I do. And I understand that they want to make... On the seashore. And I understand they want to make content that, you know, is a little bit salacious sometimes because that's where their viewing numbers will come from. But that's not fair. And that's not right to, you know, to, to discredit a community of people in, in a way that you don't, you don't know them. And that, damn it, I want to carry on trying to make it right in yeah. some way. And as long as I, I'm true to what I say and I don't say the things that can be manipulated and turned into something that I didn't mean, yeah. then that can only be a good thing. I think so. So what I would say is, so if you've not seen it, the, the show was, was, as I said, on uh, Five Star. And that's if you look up Channel 5 and it's called Adults Only, Swingers Couples Wanted. Yeah. So... Um, you know, if you're in the UK, it's on catch up so you can watch it. And if you're in the States, if you have a VPN thing, set it to England, then you should be able to see it there as well. So you'll be able to, you should be able to find it out there. Interestingly, the other TV show that we, we did is available on YouTube. So if you look up that, you'll find that as well. And you can laugh at us on that thing as well. <laughs> so I think that's probably about it for, for this week because we're feeling a bit knackered. We're not still not feeling great. And our voices are, are very swiftly fading. Oh, dear me. But would you, would you 
do another one. I know you've asked me and you've kind of like chimed in on that a bit, but also would you want to do another TV show? Okay. So or is my, it third bit now? <laughs> my take is, is I, I feel that I have a moral obligation to stand up for this community because I believe in it. And it's not that I feel I represent it, but it's that we drive content and talk about it honestly mm. and openly and believe in it. And it believe in that it can make a difference in people's lives yeah. and they can get some enjoyment from it. So as long as we can go in there and do that, mm-hmm. then I feel that we've probably got some sort of moral obligation to stand up and mm-hmm. do it. Now, where I struggle is, is if, so if we didn't do it, right? So, okay, we get a phone call tonight and they say, hey, we've got this great TV show. And, you know, it's all about swinging and you could be great and be part because we, we had that interest from mm-hmm. Open House and we said, fuck you. We said no. I think mm-hmm. I said, fuck you and well, your morally yes. reprehensible show. <laughs> um, I think, you know, I would be tempted to say that we, that if they said that and said, said that tonight, my worry would be is if we didn't do it and someone else did, who's going to do it and what is going to be their representation of the lifestyle? Yeah. And are they going to represent the community that, that we're part of and are they going to represent it in a light that shows it to be something that can be really enhancing to your relationship mm. that can help your mental health that can motivate you to do all sorts of great things or are they just going to be some fucker that stands up there and says yeah uh, we had an orgy last night yeah didn't even use condoms and we did this yeah. and we did that well, like docking <laughs> yeah and i think if yeah. they if they did that then it just it it takes us a couple of steps back. So I would rather take the hit myself or us take the hit of being mm. on there and trying to crash the plane in the right direction. Yeah, I know. Then, then let someone else do it. And it's not to say that I don't trust other people to say the right thing, but I don't know everyone else and mm-hmm. I don't know what they're going to say. And we've met enough people out there that wouldn't give a great view of it, yeah. that would say the wrong thing, that would colour us all with a really bad view. Um, so I, I would much rather stand up and and try to be as on message as I can be mm. and be part of it. So even if the rest of the show is a bit shit, mm-hmm. then at least our bit might help someone. Yeah. At least we've, as you say, at least we've done some damage control in an industry which already gets the finger pointed at it for all the wrong reasons yeah. too many times. Exactly that. Yeah. So on I that agree. note, I, I would be really interested to hear what you, you know, what you gentle listener thought yeah, about the thing. Yeah, I'm really interested to hear. The, I mean, we've heard feedback obviously from you know, our immediate circle of, of friends and community members. And that's, that's been interesting. And it's largely, you know, on, on, on track with what we've felt as well. But I am really intrigued as to what people think and maybe how it, how, how can we make it better? Come on. Yeah. Like if we do get an opportunity to do something like this again, how can we, as you say, land that plane in a, in a more positive way. I'll accept nothing less than my own show where I host it <laughs> and we send people out and do interviews and like sort of in bed with me dinner type thing <laughs> and big breakfast as a, as a swinging show. That's what I want. That's what I ultimately, know, yeah, I you know. Know. with that theme tune, I need the theme but tune. Get in touch. Tell us what you think. Yeah, you know, I, I am hear. interested and you know, I'm interested to see what you thought of the way we've, we've tried to put things across as well. So yeah. yeah. It's like radar sex pick <laughs> TV show. <laughs> something like that something like that mm-hmm. so Mrs H do your thing thank you for hopping into our bed
So a few things I want you to say. Oh my God, what? Okay, Homer. What? Say- oh, you horrible man. God. Okay, Homer. <laughs> <laughs> How about Yoik Scoob? Yoik Scoob. <laughs> oh God, this is terrible, isn't it? I hate this. Anything else? You want to piss take me? Um, yeah. I'm Batman. I'm Batman. <laughs>